You're listening to the Garden City Church Podcast. We just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Garden City is doing, you can go to GardenCityNW.com slash give or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together. Pastor Paul wrote to the early church these words, pray constantly. That simple, pray constantly. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Pray constantly. It's like he knew <laughs> that a group of humans that were trying to follow the way of Jesus were going to need prayer because prayer changes our perspective. Uh, prayer puts us in touch with the things that God is doing and the things that he wants to do. And prayer, I think, uh, opens our eyes to the beauty and goodness of God. And then when we're going through hard times, difficult times, challenges, it also just keeps us moving forward, um, keeps giving us hope where maybe we're feeling hopeless. So pray constantly are Paul's words to the church then and now. And I want to talk to you about prayer. As I was thinking about prayer, I was just thinking, um, you know, these these days, at least for me, it's it's been so easy to lose touch with people relationships take effort, uh, take conversation, take uh, listening and speaking and, and making sure that we reach out to one another. And so it is with prayer. Prayer is simply talking with God, not just talking at God, uh, but a, a conversational, listening, relational thing. It's a, it's a conversation. And I think prayer keeps us honest in our communication with God, and it puts our, our, our lives honestly before God. And if you want to know the honest truth about yourself, prayer is part of that. If you want to know yourself and God better, develop your prayer life and your prayer practice. Prayer reveals what God is doing beneath the surface of our lives as well as above the surface. So what's going on in your life? Uh, the metaphor of an iceberg helps me. You, 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 we all know this. Uh, the iceberg, when you look at it, you can see like 20% of it above the surface and like 80% or more is actually under the surface and you can't see it. And I think uh, our lives are like this. Knowing our inner life, knowing that a lot of what's going on um, around our life is only the surface and there's like, there's so much more going on in our lives and in the lives of other people. And sometimes we're not even very aware of that. So knowing the inner life helps us to more fully um, and wholly live our outer lives. It brings integrity there. It shrinks the gap between our character and our calling, our souls and our roles. And um, prayer, I think, brings a personal awareness or it can bring a personal awareness um, that leads to healthy action. So healthy awareness leads to healthy action. I want to offer you a prayer today, um, a prayer of awareness and action. Psalm 139, 23 through 24. I want to offer this to you to be praying through this week, to try to pray daily through this. It's a small prayer, but it really packs a punch. Starting in verse 23, uh, the prayer goes like this. God, examine me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any bad thing in me and lead me on the road to everlasting life. 
you can tell the language and the pacing and just the fervency of this prayer. This is someone who longs to be revealed, to, longs to be known and seen by God, to know who they really are. This is someone really searching for honesty before the world, before themselves, and before God. And to do that, you have to look under the surface. You have to see uh, the iceberg below the waterline. It's interesting that this prayer of awareness and action um, is kind of weighted a certain way. Uh, 80% of the prayer is focused on under-the-surface things, like an awareness of what's going on in me. And 20% of the prayer is focused on action. So let's let's begin. The first line of prayer is what I will call examine me. It's a prayer of examine me, Lord, search me. Some translations say, God, examine me and know my heart. Psalm 139, 1-3 says, Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit. Uh, you know when I stand. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans, my thoughts. You study my traveling and my resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. This is the person in this, the prayer is acknowledging that God knows us. He knows me better than I know myself. And I think sometimes just coming to God and asking for that, Lord, search me, examine me. Oh, like help me understand myself and help me to see me as you see me. Um, recognizes that God knows who we are. The second part of this prayer is test me. Test me and know my, my anxious thoughts. This testing, this, you know, like, Lord, it, it really, where the rubber meets the road, like, show me who I am, like, who I really am. Test my motivations, my thought patterns, um, the, the structures of my thought life, um, the emotions, like, test all of this. And, you know, he mentions my worry and my anxieties. Um, my, this is a person wanting to be aware of their inner life emotionally and um, in their thinking, what's under the surface? I think this is so important in our prayer life is, is to really ask God to help us to have a greater awareness of, of the structures of thought and emotion. Sometimes we don't press into the emotions because they're not very fun. But um, at certain points in my life, I know like I could be aware of everybody else's emotion in the room, but very unaware of my own emotions. And the more that um, I ask God to help me, that I help ask Jesus to help me with just understanding where I'm at emotionally and what I'm what I'm processing and and why am I acting and behaving a certain way? Like, where's that coming from? Where are these motivations coming from? Uh, this a greater awareness has come to me, and it's helping me in every aspect of my life. And so sometimes we got to look under the waterline, and we need God's help. We need Jesus' help on that. The third line of prayer is reveal me, reveal me. See if there is any bad thing in me. Uh, I love how the Common English Bible translates this. It says in verse 24, look to see if there's any idolatrous way in me. Um, this kind of gets at like the thing under the thing. It's asking God to reveal any areas I'm being misled um, and I don't know it. I'm unaware of it. Um, maybe there's self-deception or deception uh, of some something I've bought into. Maybe there's an area I'm loving and trusting too much. There's an area where I'm loving and trusting something over trusting God. And that's the sneaky thing about idolatry is it's 
it's often something we've become blind to, maybe even unknowingly addicted to a good thing or good things that have turned into a God thing or God things where we're, we're just putting them on too high of a pedestal. And I love in this prayer, it's, it's not just the, it, it is asking for what, where's the shadow in me? Where is there wrong in me? Where's like, a, am I off on a path? But that idolatry piece reminds us that like, maybe there's something that we, we are unaware of that we think is good or we just assume is good that might not be that healthier or good for us. And God, make me aware of that. Search me, help me see that. James 5.16 speaks a little bit to this. Confess your sins to one another and pray for one, one another so you may be healed. There's something healing about stepping away from the idolatry, the, the spiritual addictions, and like the, 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 when we get off and when we're acting in ways that are, that are unhealthy. There's something healing. And to be able to confess, we have to be aware of it. And so asking God to help us be aware of maybe the darkness and uh, the the shadow side or idolatry, whatever is going on underneath that's unhealthy. First John 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he, being God, is faithful and righteous to forgive us our all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A few questions might be helpful to ask, kind of as like a, a, a spiritual reflection in this area is, you know, what is what is the Spirit of God telling me? What are people I trust saying to me? And maybe where am I most defensive, um, especially in areas where there might be darkness that needs to come to light? These can be some helpful questions. Now, we're going to land on the last portion of this prayer. And this has, we, all these, um, these prayer steps we've been going through have been really looking under the surface. This is the first one uh, and like the last one in this prayer that really focuses on the action part. And here's what it is. It's guide me. Lead me on the road to everlasting life. God, would you guide me? Would you lead me? Uh, James uh, chapter 1, verses 22 and 20 through 24 says this, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. So like there's, there's a time for action, there's a time for following, and there's a way of living that we're called into. That the iceberg is both, that it carries both the, the dichotomy of having the unseen underneath the surface that makes up you. And there's a huge portion of that, often uh, um, a huge portion we're unaware of. But there also is this portion of our life that is our actions and outward life and our relationships and our callings. And I don't know about you, but I want to live a life that's guided and led by the Lord and led by the Spirit. And, and I don't want to just be a hearer of God's word and a hearer of the spirit, but a doer where I act in real life. And then I don't live a life of self-deception where I'm not deceived by anything. Now in verse 23, uh, the same passage, it says, because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. He becomes aware of himself, who he is or she is. For he looks at himself and then goes away, immediately forgets what kind of person he was. We don't want to be people who like see ourselves for a moment, see with clarity, and then kind of want to run from the truth to self-deception. Want to run from the truth of our of what we are and who we are honestly before God and, and others and ourselves and run from the truth to delusion. You see, awareness informs our actions. And as we pray this prayer, uh, my prayer for you is that that you would allow God to examine you, that you would examine your life with him, that you wouldn't be just examining other people's lives and searching and you know with God, you know, judging other people, but 
asking God to help you see yourself, to be, to, for God to reveal you, um, to help you see who you are so that you can be led by him. And you, in your awareness and growing awareness in your life, your actions can be more and more God-honoring. Your actions can be more and more filled with joy and, and stepping into your, your purpose, the like reason God has designed you to be on this planet. Awareness informs our actions. And so I want to, I want to give this prayer to our community as a prayer of awareness and action. Guys, I love you so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments about today's message or would like to contact Garden City Church, reach out at info at gardencitynw.com or click contact in our show notes. Garden City services are made possible by your generosity. Your generosity is love in action. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.